Look in the eyes of my brother. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back. Welcome back. We back with the attack on all laws. No, no, no. Uh, okay. No, wait a minute, wait a minute, Josh. Don't cut the track. <laughs> I, I had no plan going into this, and uh, I haven't freestyled in 15 years. Um, <laughs> yo, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Inform of the Honest Podcast. Your favorite brothers from the middle neighborhood of Gary, Indiana, bringing you every bit of forthright, vulnerable honesty that we can in every which ways that we can fathom. Uh, fellas, what's going on with you? How you feeling? It was good. Everybody was just great. woke up. Damn right about that. Uh, <laughs> that's the case. We got any first time listeners. This is uh brother man Josh. We got Aaron on the uh Aaron on the track. <laughs> yo, yo, hello world. Thanks for listening. Adam. Good morning or afternoon, depending on when you hear this. Last but never not least, we got Marco. What's up, y'all? Live from the basement, rap city the basement. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh yo i i i went to my first concert in quite some time last night and then i had the ball man um are y'all familiar with emily kane yes yeah i am not Fucking i am dope. not she's mm. she's really really dope artist she's kind of in that vein of like a like a leanne lahavis uh kareem bailey ray type oh field. nice oh yeah All um right. Really, really dope vocalist. Found out that uh, both her parents are actually jazz musicians, so it actually explained a lot about her sound. Um, just as far as like what her vocals can do, but really, wait, really, you uh, found out or she found out? Huh? I found out. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I, I'm you sure thought she, you thought she had that epiphany on stage? <laughs> oh shit! Well, I thought she maybe she just met her. Oh no! I have, I have a tendency not to say I sometimes, so I'll just start the I'll start the uh, sentence at the verb. So yeah. I figured it was that I just had to make sure. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, I, I had heard some of her songs before, but maybe not really associated them with her. So it was really dope to like actually go check her out. Uh, shout out to my girl who uh, she was feeling uh, she wasn't feeling trustworthy of people yet inside this COVID shit in which she had every reason to believe that motherfuckers uh, not really care. Um People masked up once the show started, but before the show started, everybody was like, you know, it was real hit or miss. So the camera uh, turned on. So the camera <laughs> turned on. Everybody had their mask on. <laughs> so I went. I went in double masked up because I was like, yeah, I got shit to do. I can't afford to get sick. You had the Joe Biden. <laughs> okay. uh, but no, it was a great concert. Uh, shout out to her. If you've never heard Emily King, go listen to her. She's real, real dope. How about y'all? How was y'all week? Well, this is, uh, once again, AA reporting live. Um, Pretty good, man. Nothing too crazy. I just kind of want to speak on music really quick, uh, since you did. What came to mind for me is um, one of the greatest joints that uh, came out in a while. Actually, two of them. Yeah, we could talk about the homie homie Pusha (laughs) T and that Diet Coke song. It was incredible. Like we talked about in previous episode, he never misses. I never heard it. I have but even the song that I like even more than that that came out this past week, I think, is the Johnny P's Caddy with Benny the Butcher and J. Cole. Oh, I didn't um, heard a lot of praise on that one. I haven't heard it yet, though. Yeah. <clears throat> so pretty much what I'm saying is let's all agree that it's great and then we can move on to somebody else's week. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I know about the Pusha T, but I, I still haven't heard it yet. Yeah. I think I'd just rather wait for the for the whole thing. The album. It's I feel you. I've been doing that. I've been doing it recently, like just waiting for albums. Cause like for me, like singles aren't what they were. Obviously, like obviously people would put out a single to for it to go play on the radio, people mm-hmm. to it to spark interest in the album. But I, I just wait for the album. It's like because for me, like if I'm a fan of you, I'm gonna listen to the album anyway. So I like to listen to it from like the beginning to the end, like everyone does. But like, but any, but but anyway, my week my week was good. I, um, <laughs> it was a, a funny story, uh, that happened um Tuesday when I when uh, when I was in class. Um, our professor she uh she asked like before she started you know her spiel for the day. Uh, she was mm-hmm. like um. How many of you got your notebooks and datum? But um, so she asked, um, so who here has uh you know read the material for the week or and watched the video? Because typically she'll give us stuff to read and videos to watch um on the on the subject. Uh and she, anyway, so she asked who's done any of that, and one person <laughs> raised their hand and she was like, Okay, uh that's interesting <laughs> and um and then she went on then she started telling the story about her son she's like so I, I have a son who's uh who's in, in grad school and the other day i don't know if this is a true story or not but this is what she said so she was like um she asked him like did you read the you know the material before your class and she said his response was well of course i did i would never go to class un- unprepared so it, it just felt like she was like telling this entire like classroom that you guys need to be like my son as far as <laughs> it was just really weird and like she was kind of on that type of uh, her energy was like that the whole day like it was really passive aggressive and like mm. what has gotten in there it was just it was really odd but still kind of funny at the same time mm. um because yeah, it felt like because that's the first time i felt like a professor was actually treating us like kids mm. and i was like when i you know was getting mentally prepared to go back in the school. I was like, I wonder like if there's going to be moments where like the, cause they know most people go to college after high school. So you're you know, 19, 20, you know, that's. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I wonder if there's going to be a moment where these teachers forget that you're talking to adults. And I feel like that was the first like moment for me. I, I just thought it was funny. Strike one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're still warming up from the from the uh Zoom calls. Yeah, Zoom yeah. call teaching. Yeah. <laughs> Man, we've been out of that for at least a year. So uh, we well we started we actually started the semester off. Uh the first two weeks we, we were doing Zoom because uh, they uh, were just wanting to cause this is around the time where like they're still trying to figure out like how much was starting to surge again. Yeah, so they were like, let's you know hold off. But there's one class I have where he's like, We're gonna do Zoom anyway, because so like, I don't care what the school says, but um, yeah. So it, it's it's been really interesting, like mm-hmm. just being in like in this environment where I'm like, on average, I'm probably ten years older than the average person, if not more. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just been really interesting, and like, um, like we have like these online discussions uh, in some of my online classes, and seeing like the way people write, it's like it's just very like, uh, social media. Like it's kind of like. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying it's like people are like using like text speak or anything, but it's it's not like it doesn't feel collegiate. If that makes sense, like I feel like if Mister Reed was like reading the stuff, he would be 
like completely like thrown off. Flabbergasted. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's 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 been really interesting. That's, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> hey, bro. Um, I'd be curious to know next week if everybody comes prepared or not. <laughs> yeah, after, I know. After being after being distant, after being distant by the professor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just thought it was odd though that she mm-hmm. said that, but whatever. <laughs> I, I do wonder what that what that's gonna feel like. Uh, should I choose to go back to school? Because I, I feel like I'm going to at some, at some point, but I have really? no college. Really? I have no college under my belt. What you are uh, you saying? Really, as far as me going back to school? Yeah, like 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 um yeah. because uh, to some degree, I never, I never like this is completely new to me. So it it was it was kind of always in the in the plan. I was just always like, eh, if it happens, it happens. But if career, you know, allows it to not happen. Fucking fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. What I'm hoping is that I can do some kind of a, it used to be called, I don't know if it still exists, a school without wall situation where you can, uh, it was some kind of program that was happening at some schools, excuse me, where you could use your professional experience to transfer into college credits. Mm. And so there were like, uh, there, there were people, uh, uh, old teachers that I had that had like 25 years of professional experience. And so they just had to do like two years of school and they got a master's mm. now was it specific to was was it specific to the uh, major in which they're going in in which they're getting that degree uh as long as it had to do with something like of the profession uh because yeah, yeah, uh because okay. i think it was like you know you probably got maybe an mfa <laughs> and you got an mfa in dance and choreography or hello uh you got an MFA in dance or choreography, or you got an MFA in like uh, uh, arts administration or something like that. Like, uh, I, I don't know exactly what all of their degrees were in, but yeah. they were able to like uh, expedite getting a degree, like yeah. a, a getting past an undergrad degree because they had so many professional years under them. And so I'm like, well, I got 15 so far. So I'm like, you know, 15. Gotta try to get. Yeah. Try to, I, I don't know. I don't know all the like finer inner workings of it, but I know I at some point. Honorary doctorate, man. <laughs> Off the bat. That that that, that, that <laughs> yeah, requires me inf- influencing like a uh, uh, society enough for people to care. <laughs> 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 no, nobody know what the fuck I am. Uh, but, but yeah, I would love honorary doctorate shit from you know some uh, HBCU or some shit. Yeah, man. Oh. I bet. I think. I think we all had that moment where we think about going back to school, man. Yeah, I definitely. Like, I've been thinking about that too, because a lot it, of, on top of that, a lot of jobs. Well, obviously, Adam got the hookup, but a lot yeah. of jobs. Uh, we'll pay you to go like, school. Like kind of pay you too. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about that. What I found, like mentally, even though I am working full time and I got a life and all that i still feel so much more prepared for it now than i did after high school like mm. like i i feel i don't know i i feel like i like after high school i like or in high school even like approaching like when we were getting ready to leave i was like man am i gonna go to like i was i was i didn't go obviously but i was well i did go i went, I went to i went to ivy tech for like a year and a year and a half but i didn't go off to school i didn't go do the four year, you know, but my mindset, well, I was a little nervous about that because I just like didn't know if I was prepared to go or not. <laughs> um, but I feel like now, though, now that I've got some some life experience, now that I know like 
kind of what this means. So I feel like a lot of high school kids go to college and they're not really, they're kind of just doing it because they, they feel like they're supposed to. Um, But me, I'm, I feel like my mindset is a little bit different. So I I don't know. It just feels right. Versus it being like an obligation. Like a lot, Mm -hmm. I guarantee you like a lot of 20 year olds feel like it is. Um, That being said, I I think, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say and wrap the point up. I I think I think it'd be cool if like more and I know students take like a gap year, like where yeah. they maybe work or travel mm-hmm. before they actually start school. I would say take like three or four years, honestly, <laughs> because I think to really get the most out of like college, I I think you should need to be older. Like I think you need to because I feel like a lot of people kind of just go through the motions and kind of just finish the assignments just to finish the assignment. And I'm not saying you you got to like, <laughs> like uh, worship your, you know, your course material, like and this <laughs> stuff means so much to me. I'm not saying that, but uh, I, I don't know. I just, I, I feel way more prepared now than I did back then. I haven't been in the classroom in like 10 years. So. I, th- I think that may be a mind state though, uh, which both sides could be argued. I didn't, I have no school, so I can't necessarily argue for either. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, but go I, ahead I, and give it to us anyway. It's like I, I feel like I feel like this, this is all opinion. Like it's, this is this is unfounded opinion. Uh, yeah, uh, I only I only said that because you qualified it with. I, it's always funny when somebody's like, I have no actual experience on either side, and I'm about to give it to you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you what I think is a perspective. Sorry, I correct uh, yeah. nothing. Uh, I know I'm, I'm <laughs> please. Uh, and points gone. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. I'm sorry, Doc. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, no, nah, um, I think it's a thing of people who go to school right out of high school, while their maturity level probably can't handle whatever that environment is. I think it's a thing of because you're already in school, schooling is, is yeah. still uh, definitely. Uh, familiar to you. Yep, that's definitely the perk of going right after high school. Um, but I completely get the whole like, with with the maturation that kind of comes with age, you have a different level of focus, a uh, different level of commitment, a different level of like um, self accountability to it all. And so the yeah. the other side of like whatever the college experience is to a lot of people of you know uh, extracurricular programs or uh, Greek life or mm-hmm. uh, all that kind of stuff isn't is less important to you because you're like I have all these other things in life going on already. I don't yeah. need the extra stimulus that's that's so yeah, funny dude. like i gotta say this though uh what day was that wednesday wednesday i, I got a call from the the african-american something 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 it's like a group uh on on campus uh mm-hmm. where it's like I'm, I'm, not, I'm not gonna call it a mentorship but it's like a fellowship mm, fellowship ish it's like it's just a group it's a collective and you, you it's there to support each other and you meet like once a month and kind of like that mm-hmm. um and i've been getting their emails since since i enrolled probably because i checked black on the application i never asked <laughs> for the emails but um i've been getting emails and then the guy finally calls me on wednesday to uh just explain the stuff and I'm like, oh yeah i've seen your emails and and he and he says like you know like you know like you should want more out of college than just to go to college and get the uh, degree. And I was like, 
though I agree with you, my circumstances are different. I was like, I'm 33 years old. I'm married. I'm in a position where I work full time. So for me, I really am just trying to get the degree. I'm not, I'm, I'm not really trying to, you know, and he's like, you know, I, I get that and et cetera, et cetera. So I, I just thought it was interesting that you, as you said that, Josh, because mm-hmm. like, that's exactly what I was thinking like three days ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm good. No. I'm a booster club. I don't need to do your book. Just <laughs> <laughs> <me> my classes. <laughs> Now, we're, we're just, it's safe to assume that um, just about anybody who decides to get their degree is is planning on that bettering their opportunities for the future in whatever yeah. career they're in or otherwise, right? Yeah. Right. Same for you, Josh. You, like, you can see that getting the degree would actually help get you, give you a leg up in your industry as well. Uh, no. no. Okay. Uh, it, it, it's a thing of... It depends on it depends on what you're trying to do, I guess. Uh, if I were trying to get more work in colleges, then having college under my belt helps. Mm. Um, if I'm just trying to, you know, uh, if I'm trying to grow my portfolio as a choreographer, that's not gonna. Uh, only thing that can help that is other people giving me choreographic opportunities or me making choreographic opportunities for myself and then getting. Uh, uh, clout and recognition for it to a point where people want to bring me to do choreography with them. Uh, if I want to be a dancer, then I got to audition or be recommended or what all the kind of stuff like. Like the degree really only helps with other schooling things. Okay, gotcha. Like even yeah, when I was working at even when I was working at Westside, they didn't want to give me the job because I didn't have any college under my belt, but I had more professional experience than most of the other staff. Gotcha. Gotcha. That makes sense, bro. I asked that because I was thinking, um, I, I looked in the different art schools as well. Um, but the schools that I was interested in are ones where essentially it was like what you're saying. It's like, you can have a PhD, but if you, if your portfolio is shit, then don't apply. We mm-hmm. need, we need like, it's like for the arts, it's typically that way. It's like, if you mm-hmm. can't, you can have a PhD, but if you can't do what we need you to do, then you know it doesn't really matter. Yeah. My point is like, it's kind of some, it tends to be that way with the arts, um, unless you're trying to become like a professor, I guess, or something. But like, I like, I was going to get it. Like, I like that there are both lanes and you have that lane where some are more apprenticeships where you work with somebody who's professional in that whatever that mm-hmm. art world is, mm-hmm. you know, and then you could maybe do the business for the marketing and all that. If you wish to be your own, you know, self-sustained artist in whatever field you're in as well. So it's kind of cool, but it's kind of what I assume. And I was just wondering if that was the similar situation for you. Josh. Oh yeah. Most of, uh, yeah. I, there's all the perks and benefits that kind of come with, you know, if I was some adjunct or full-time a tenured professor, uh, at a college, you know, health benefits and uh, yeah. f- uh, 401k and all of that kind of stuff. But I also remember that I hate making curriculums and grading and grading. Like I, I, I don't particularly care for doing those things. And so I'm like, yeah, unless I grow older and feel the need to, you know, do like I, my feelings change about that. I'm probably not going to, you know, pursue doing this on a collegiate level. I feel you, dog. This whole man, I be thinking sometimes. But you brought up four hundred one k's. I be thinking sometimes 
like in the future and the fact that like social security probably is going to run out <laughs> by the time we're old enough <laughs> i'm just like and like all a lot of jo- a lot of businesses aren't doing pensions the same way they used to back when like right. our parents were you know working so like you don't have that to count on somebody like paying for your livelihood and you know until the end of your life i'm like shit mm. gotta yeah. invest well anyway yeah just it's on that topic bit. of stuff it's like it's kind of like I'm talking about jobs and shit it's like man the 401k thing is a, is real bro you might have to hustle when it's 60. Yeah, hustle when you're yeah. 60, dude. I've, I've, already, I've already come to the conclusion I'm probably going to be working until I'm like 79. <laughs> so I, I'm like, bro, I know everybody ain't spending money from 88. So. <laughs> 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 like, damn. That's some real shit, man. So those are the kind of things that make me think, like, man, maybe I should, like, go to school for something, maybe even other, like, get one of those kind of jobs that they'll actually help support you. I don't know. Have you thought about anyway. just following your own 401k and just uh like oh, you got, know, yeah. putting I got like that. putting your own yeah. money into it? That's what I got now. Okay. Especially what I'm doing right now. Yeah. I mean, I'd just be nice if somebody else would do it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I only say as someone who one doesn't do that and two, uh, it's just I I've resigned myself to knowing that I've pursued a uh I pursued a non-lucrative profession that does uh that has some avenues of, of accruing not wealth but so minor riches <laughs> <laughs> ain't no wealth like, in this I, shit no, take like alvin ailey for instance like somebody who works for alvin ailey and maybe not all the positions but is there a position like the head of alvin ailey i'm sure they're getting something like they're i'm just thinking alvin ailey is like they're probably one of the so well-known companies is that fair sure. to say in the u.s uh-huh. mind you i'm I, i'm not I'm, speaking like i know it's more of a question no no no, no i know i uh there there's points that i can make toward that um so take this with a grain of salt because i don't know all the finer details of it um when ailey died the company was multiple million dollars in debt uh uh and he died december like 91 or something like that the company was brought out of that, uh, out of that debt, and appears to have some kind of a uh, 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 lucrative foundation under it. But uh, what uh, it it kind of hit a glass ceiling when they re- uh, the dancers started to realize that they tour more than every other dance company. They tour more than every other dance company in the world. There's no other company in the world that tours more than AV. But the dancers are not paid, uh, do not have the same benefits and uh, 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 amenities as company, uh, as like dancers in New York City ballet or like their their white counterparts. And so uh, a couple years ago, the dancers went on strike uh, against the company. And so they they told their artistic director, their executive director. You know, this is this. These are the rates and everything that, you know, our white counterparts are getting in these ballet companies. And we know we work more than them and we produce, you know, whatever caliber of work, et cetera, et cetera. And they told them you should be happy for what you get because you're the highest caliber in what you do. Yo, I got one quick comment on that. That's fucking crazy. (laughs) This is crazy, right? 
I one of the reasons why I brought them up is because this might even be a decade now. I was looking at like different. I was looking at the. I was just going online and saying how much like what's the net worth of whoever owns Alvin Ailey? What's the net worth of Walt Disney? What's the like just different art? Mm-hmm. And I this might have been a decade ago, or it might have been like maybe more five five or six years ago, or whatever. It was a while ago. Mm-hmm. I was looking up different things, and one thing stuck out is like at that time, whoever owned or was at the top of Alvin Ailey was making six hundred and sixty thousand dollars a year. That's why those motherfuckers. That's why those motherfuckers ain't getting benefits and all that other. You got all the money. <laughs> well, I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't the, believe it. But the thing it. about it is, it, uh, six 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 hundred sixty thousand ain't shit for what for I mean? as much for as much money as as Ailey brings in a year. Yeah, it's, yeah, and and they run their own. They have their own full building and studio in New York City. And so some I'm like, ain't, they, some ain't right. Some ain't right there. <laughs> like, uh, I I assure you, the millions upon millions of dollars that that com- that that company makes every year for their for their artistic director to be making barely over half a mil, uh, for for that to be their net. I'm sorry. Uh, for uh, for well, as one person, anyway. one person. Yeah, one person. So. I'm just saying, if that if that was her net worth at the time, that's still fucking wild. Wait, uh, so net worth or salary? Like, was that her her salary? That's her salary. That was her. That was her. Well, you know what? Damn, I don't know. I'm assuming they gave me salary. I mean, when they like, it's it's rare that you're gonna Google somebody's salary. You can Google their net worth. I don't well, know if you can Google like, their exact. How would salary. they know? How would they know? Like all like because like the net worth stuff. When I see it, that's like all the stuff, all your assets and everything combined. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Is your net worth like? And it's always an average. It's always it's, estimate. It's celebrities you, too. It's not I mean, right how would they? That's what I'm saying. Like, so like, if, you, if, if you're seeing the net worth and it's less than a mil. Of a multi-million-dollar company. That's yeah, one it was, and most but. of that is probably her house. It's assets. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and if she lives in New York, it's probably her house. <laughs> it's probably her house. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like so. That, well, my net worth like right now is my net worth now is six thousand six hundred. I wouldn't mind that. Is what I'm saying. So so yeah, um, the the company had to go on strike to to even get like a bare minimum of what they're uh, what the what they should be earning, based on uh, based on you know just what white counterparts is doing. You know they're they're out here when they're on tour, they got to share hotel rooms, and meanwhile, cats and ballet companies are getting full suites by themselves. <laughs> uh, and so you know, yeah. uh, like I said, I don't know all finer details, but. They 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 had to go through a whole thing, and they're supposed to be like the premier league black dance company or whatever, and the Howard even, of dance. <laughs> and even they're they're you know the person that runs their money is like, but you're the top of the black food chain, so why are you complaining? <laughs> you're supposed to be just happy with that. You're supposed to be happy with that, right? And so yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting. <laughs> it's an interesting situation, man. <laughs> definitely, that's that's one that we should definitely just dive deeper into sometime. I've, you know, like what you like, what we should and shouldn't accept, and and what have you. You know, yeah. This is a little bit off topic, but not really. But um, y'all heard about the the head <clears throat> the head coach of the Dolphins? I don't know if we talked about this. Uh-uh. Uh uh. That the ex coach Brian Flores. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Brian Flores. 
So he's uh so he's suing the NFL class mm-hmm. action suit for um you know basically racism not not hiring any black coaches and yeah. actually he got mm-hmm. fired after two you know successful seasons uh well yeah. you know winning seasons so yeah. Was yeah successful but um <laughs> of a of a notoriously terrible team yeah and um it's kind of on topic because like this this is an instance where somebody is actually trying to i mean he he got a lot to lose because you going up against the NFL, that's like a billion, multi-billion dollar company and mafia, and uh, yeah, pretty much, yeah. And um, <laughs> and it's and it's for a change. So it's what y'all have y'all heard about that? No, I don't know nothing about this. Uh, me either, Doc. I just know I just know Dan Marino. <laughs> and, uh, way back, so, <laughs> I like no, that. I don't know, man. I can speak on a, a little bit. Um, so Brian, Brian, Brian Flores, like, like you said, obviously, he, I think he was coached for, for three years. I think his first year they went like, I think like five and 11, maybe. Then they went 10 and six. Then they went nine and eight. So in the NFL, you know, you win a, a record like 10 and six doesn't really sound that great. But that's a pretty good record. Um you know, uh, a lot of times that'll get you to the, the, the playoffs. In that case, it didn't get them to the playoffs. But um, so, yeah, so he, he was fired after two technically winning seasons. You know, we won more games than he lost. Uh, yeah. And he got fired. So in a lot of people around the league, you know, whether it be like the, the NFL or sports media, pretty much everyone was kind of shocked by that. Like, what? Like, what? Like this dude was he was elevating the team. But then like. You know, when he when he files a lawsuit and details start to come out, um, there was like he he has a, a accusation saying that the owner of the team had offered him a hundred thousand dollars to lose a hundred thousand dollars per game to lose games, so um, they would get a, a higher draft pick the following year. Mm. So he, according to Brian Flores, he declined, but he said he uh, he was offered that um, he. I mean, it was it's it's really just a lot of stuff, honestly. Between just just between him, just between him and the owner of that team. But then there was other stuff like um, the <laughs> interview. This, uh, yeah, Bill Belichick. Yeah, the, the that was the part that just killed me. So oh. there's another part of the case where he was supposed to interview with the Buffalo Bills. Bill Bel- Bill Belichick sends him a text message three days before his interview saying congratulations on the job and brian's like what do you what do you talk i don't interview him for like another three days you're like and then brian was like are you sure you're talking are you sure you're talking to the right brian because hmm. bill belichick he had two brian's working under him brian flores and brian deball De- 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 or dable whatever mm-hmm. brian dable was the guy that actually got the job mm. the thing is he got the job before Brian Flores even interviewed for the job. And he so, still went for the interview. Yeah, and he still went to the, 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 the interview. Uh, but yeah. And it was just funny because out of every staff member in the NFL, Bill Belichick was the one that screwed this whole thing up. Like, 
Like <laughs> the, the man that's regarded as one of the greatest coaches, if not the greatest football coach of all time, he yeah. <laughs> he sent the text to the wrong guy. Fuck yeah, Bill it, Belichick. <laughs> they've been cheating. They've been cheating for a long time, man. Been, it's like it's just starting to. You really starting to see all of the BS that the NFL is about, man. Yeah, yeah, you, I yeah, feel that. That's true. It, it kinda, I don't like. I mean, uh, it, real quick, ahead, it, it's it kind of started with the uh, concussion, uh, concussion, concussion gate lawsuit and all that. Mm-hmm. And, but it feels like mm. since then it's just kind of been like every few years there's another big like case that makes them look really bad. <laughs> really bad, man. Every um, year, every year is something, man. Yeah. I was just gonna say I don't like Tom Brady or Bill Belichick, but like they are the greatest, man. They are. They they might be the greatest. I, I want to put I, Peyton Manning <laughs> up there. I want to, and like I don't like him, but goddamn, I don't. I mean. <laughs> They sure do win a lot. They sure have won a lot. <laughs> they sure have won a lot. I mean, they've been close to too many cons- like, um, like scandals for me. Like, especially Bill Belichick and uh, yeah, Conrad. especially like against the Colts. Like that's my team, so I can't really yeah I can't <laughs> go for that, man. I can't go for that. So they for me, like, I, I ain't gonna like. I don't care for Bill Belichick, but Tom, I don't have anything against Tom Brady. Uh. Besides the the deflated ball uh, from a couple of Super Bowls ago, like what other conspiracies has Tom Brady been under? And even that, he appealed. Just, he what? actually won that appeal. Uh, mm-hmm. He eventually just had to serve the suspension because he eventually just had to give up because the season was starting. But um, yeah, but they do. You, I mean, we'll have to talk about this, but like yeah. I'm sure they just like dropped that because he's Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's had possibly the suspension though. <laughs> Look, bro, the only other conspiracy that I know that Tom Brady's been involved in is winning a lot. <laughs> being, being, being great. Didn't they, didn't they uh, spy on the other sidelines? Yeah. That was uh, one of them. Yeah, uh, Josh McDaniels, the uh, offensive coordinator, I think he was responsible for – I don't know if it was him or Bill Belichick, but, I mean, obviously, if one person knows, somebody else probably knows about it. Right. So. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely, bro. And yeah. what's crazy about Josh, Josh McDaniels is – he actually got hired like this this on this offseason. He got hired as a, <laughs> as a head coach. And he's already been hired as a head coach once. And he got fired for cheating. Then he got offered another job with, with the Colts, right? He got oh, he, Josh McDaniel. Yeah, he got he got the job, then he backed out. Or is it the Jaguars? I don't know, man. He got hired by somebody else. And he, before he even stepped foot on like before he actually what like actively the coach mm-hmm. he stepped down as the coach and then he still got another job offer and like shannon sharp like he says all the time but he's like uh, he was like when have you like he's like if a black coach ever got offered a job and declined the job he would never get another opportunity again like as far as being a head coach mm-hmm. it's like if you get an opportunity you take it because the odds of you you know especially if you're a black you know black a black dude trying to get a head coaching job it's like they always you you have to take it because if you don't, the chance of you getting another one is like, you know, they're kind of slim. What? Hmm. Right. damn. Well, it's uh, it it just makes me think like like Marcus was saying, how much more shit that we don't know is uh, you know, 
is there, yeah. man. I guess you can expect that kind of shit, unfortunately, for like big companies that they've been around for a long enough time with different types of people coming in and out of there, like mm. been around for for decades and multi-billion dollar. I mean, they're going to like, there's got to be a bunch of shit in there that we just don't know, man. Fucking yeah. scary, bro. Scary. But um, our topic at hand is... Um, are we are we taking it there? Uh, we can. Sure. Let's hop into it. Um, I was trying to find a segue. Fail. Uh, I, didn't have, I didn't have one either, bro. I didn't have one either. I'm like, I'm looking I at the time. I, like, I thought I, I had one time. earlier. <laughs> uh, you were like, yeah, back in the day. And I was like, well, speaking of the back in the day. What the- <laughs> <laughs> oh, word. Okay. So shout out to Chris. Uh, he sent in today's question that we're going to talk through. Uh, I'm going to read the whole sentiment. He said, I found myself playing Pokemon Go out of boredom and wearing a Nickelodeon t-shirt today, which got me thinking about nostalgia. Shout out to Pokemon Go. I still play from time to time. It's very seldom, but I do. Um, uh, With that being said, what is one item, show, video game, et cetera, that you would take from any era and revive it today? And of course, why? I'll kick it off. Twist the metal. Go for it. You said twisted metal. I knew you were yes. gonna say twisted metal. I knew you were gonna say <laughs> like like because for me that like that's been a thought for me for years. So like that's instant. Like and the reason why I say twisted metal is because first of all it's, it's fun, but the online play that you can have for that game just would be off, off, mm. not awful, awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, it 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 would be set up perfectly because if you think about the other games people play online like Call of Duty and, and Battlefield and stuff, it's like. Mm-hmm. It's, it'd just be perfectly set up for that. Uh, I think like the maps you you could create will be could be epic. Um, and then and then just with today's technology and graphics, it just I don't know. I think it'd be great because even back then, like I think my favorite one was Twisted Metal Two. Is probably my favorite out of mm-hmm. out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, <laughs> I've actually tried to play it. Like within the last few years, I tried to play it because you could like at one point you can download PS One games on um, PlayStation Network. Yeah. And the graphics obviously were terrible, but uh, <laughs> it was still fun. It was still fun to play. So it would be twisted matter. Mm. Uh, shout out to my uh, uh, my brother Jamal, who uh, who's the head of the Call of Brother podcast. He uh, he just started a YouTube channel, and you made me think about the fact that uh, um, he if you don't know what a Raspberry Pi is, it's like a little mini computer. There's a new um, uh, kind of skin uh, setup almost for a uh, PlayStation 1 emulator that you put uh, put a Raspberry Pi into. And so he was showing how to set it up and everything. And one of the games he played was Switch to Metal on it. All right. That, that's what his channel is? Like that type of stuff? Teach, it's called Teaching Tech Moments. Okay. I'm going to have to check uh, that out. Because actually, I made it. I actually uh, made an em- emulator with a Raspberry Pi back in Florida. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I don't use it at all, but I did <laughs> I did make it. It, it was... It was a bit bit of a challenge for me because I'm not I'm not really a tech person like that, so it was definitely a uh, challenge. But it, I'm interested though. Well, that that's that's what his channel is for is to show show that. And uh, if you listen to Call the Brother, it's a segment he does on there teaching tech. Moments. I was about to say, yeah, uh, I like that. And uh, he he's just constantly trying to show people that there's really cool tech out there that does not cost a lot of money, but you can do really great stuff with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's usually uh, if it is DIY at all, it's real simple. And so, yeah, we'll throw, uh, I'll give Adam the link so he can put it in the, uh, the con- excuse me, in the description for the YouTube. 
but yeah, um, I think for me, I've been wrestling with um, whether or not it would necess- be necessary to make it more modern uh, to to the air er- to this era. But uh, uh, a show slash uh, animated series that I think was integral to my development, Daria. Hmm. Damn. I think Kirsten liked that show. Shout out! <laughs> I'm, shout out! MTV when they were actually good. MTV. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, even though it was not a show about music, uh, it was a like you know most of MTV's programming at the time. Uh, MTV had some like banger shows between that and Clone High and um oh, there's another one MTV Cribs. Huh? you said what MTV Cribs <laughs> <laughs> I hate the Cribs <laughs> uh, but, but no Daria such a, such a, I'm sorry I gotta no, say go that's go such a bad idea for a show and the reason why I say that is because you're taking people's wealth and money and you're showing it to these kids and they're like it's not good for people's psycho- psychological, whatever, whatever. That's all I'll say. Development. Welfare. Yeah. Because yeah. you're just like, oh, yeah, if you get money, then you can have 17 cars and yeah. a helicopter <laughs> made of dildos. And, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you just, you don't, this is, this is just showing you exactly how to waste money. And then yeah. you find out later on that most of the time, them motherfuckers did not own those them. houses or yeah. anything that was there. <laughs> That's a random house. <laughs> it was just a random house and, shit. and like introduce stuff as yours. I don't understand it. Yeah. <laughs> Check out my refrigerator full of only uh crystal. No, it makes no sense. <laughs> and everything in the fridge is always nice and neat. It was like always or, well organized and it was wild, <laughs> man. <laughs> no, you know, you know that shit doesn't look like that. But uh Daria, I think was uh pivotal to my development one because i already had a um extremely sarcastic parents but watch it watching that show helped put it into perspective one how hilarious sarcasm is and uh how you could be the smartest person and just make fun of people and not care about how it influenced you and all the different characters i love the best friend jane uh I loved how the black characters on the show acknowledged uh, the stupid shit that was happening in their very predominantly white school, um, but their relationship to it all as black folks. Um, even the dumbass leader of the football team and cheerleader, they were fucking hilarious. Uh, man, I just think it was I think it was a really, really well done show that I'm like, at, would I bring it to this era? Yes. I struggle with how. Uh, how to how it would be modernized without making it like corny um i did see a uh, there was a mock i think it was like a college humor or one of those youtube channels that did a a mock live action with audrey plaza mm, i could see her be wow yeah i could see her think, actually yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> plus she's a babe so that'd be <laughs> cool to see <laughs> have you seen That's her go on like uh interviews and stuff she i've seen some awkward ones i think i don't know if she was doing it on purpose or not i couldn't i don't know that's that's just her or what i don't don't know they're really weird though (laughs) (laughs) i think she i think she is just the fucking weirdo yeah uh which is fine because um 
I thought you were gonna break. I thought you were gonna make some point. Do y'all watch Brooklyn Nine Nine at all? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. I've watched I, it in a while, but yeah, I was so thrown. Oh, uh, you know the chick that plays Rosa, the like. Mm-hmm. Dude, I yes. was so thrown off the first time I saw her, like as a regular person. Yeah, because she's not like that at all. Yep, <laughs> the cool chick. Yeah. She's like, yeah. with, she's always wearing leather, like, like leather jackets, <laughs> leather jackets. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then, then to even like, uh, I don't know if y'all watched Encanto yet, but she's uh, Maribel. She's the main oh, character okay. in Encanto, and I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> I would never thought that. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Because <Yeah. laughs> she's like, she's like heartless in the show. She like doesn't show emotion. Right. Oh, um, a robotic but, sex machine. And I love her on the show. Um, <laughs> her, her, and the dynamic between her and uh, Jason Mantazukas, who literally plays the same person on everything he's on. Uh, <laughs> Some people um, just know their lanes, I guess, man. Yep. <laughs> 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 but no, Dario will be my choice as far as like something I want to, I, I want to have again. Mm. That's a good one, dog. That's a very good one. Wow, you took it way back, way back, way back. <laughs> but I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take us a little further. So uh, you know, journey with me, journey with me. <laughs> uh, now we spoke about this before we start recording. Um, I'm gonna have to go back to Arthur the Aardvark, man. <laughs> for uh so many reasons yo that's um, rapper name <laughs> yeah this <laughs> yeah. rapper name is double a um <laughs> just dude just from because that's one of like the books that my aunt would like read us before we went to bed mm. and like just the, the comfort it gave me <laughs> you know it's just so many different <laughs> memories that i can like link it to but like the comfort it gave me before i went to sleep like hearing those little stories and then like um, being Arthur for Halloween, or more, like several, several uh, Halloween, several years, uh, and the show is just intelligent in a in a in my mind it was like intelligent in the way that like maybe Mister Rogers was, and like mm. like you could help kids learn things without speaking without specifically saying this is what you're gonna learn. It would give them like real life or just uh. It would give it, they had an intelligent way of giving them experiences and oh you like it's making it relatable to kids and they would understand oh you know be this way towards others because you've experienced this before in your life right you don't want somebody mm. like shit like that but like in an intelligent way that i feel like kids could still relate to and it was still fun it didn't feel like some boring grown-up shit that i didn't want to hear as like a nine or ten year old you know mm-hmm. uh, it just he did it. He did. It, they did it in such a such a good way. I'm not sure exactly when they stopped making episodes because when, when I was reason. looking, the, yeah, it was like seven. It was like season seventeen a couple of years ago. I was like, what the fuck? I, it was just like, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know they were still making it. You know, getting it cracking like that. But um, <laughs> dude, it was just. I just have, I guess, nothing but good memories about that show, the books. Um. Everything. So I guess what I'm trying to say is like the person who created it is the is the greatest of all time, <laughs> essentially. So, <laughs> so, but just like family moments too, of uh, just all of us. Yeah, really resonating. Memories. Yeah, yeah. So like, and like just re- just really quick, my girl and I the other day were watching a bunch of old school nostalgic shows that we watched, you know, growing up, and that was one that I and I was watching. Like that's why it's fresh on my mind because I was. I have that same feeling now that I did then, even as a grown up. Like, yo, this is like 
actually a dope show for kids, you know? Mm -hmm. It's uh, definitely really well done. So I'm going to go with Double A, Arthur the Aardvark. So his name is Mark Brown. Yes. Yes. By chance, does it also say when they stopped making new episodes? I have to look that up too. But uh, Mark Brown, 75, is still alive. I mean, two of the dude who made um, Charlie Brown, Schultz, was it somebody? Him and that guy are like, that's another show that's just dope. It's just like, it's that like was around for a really long time. It was well done. Oh, actually, it's still going. The, uh, uh, the, the, it says, um, in June 2018, it was announced that Arthur was renewed for four additional seasons through his, uh, 20, through his 25th season. It was subsequently announced on July on July 27, 2021, that the 25th uh, season airing the airing in the winter of 2022 will be its final season. So Damn. the end of the end of this year is when it will end. Man, it's crazy because it's PBS, too. It's like it's not like they're getting a shit ton of funding and, and like <laughs> money. It's PBS and it lasted that damn long. Yo, that's wild. 25 years. That's crazy. Shout out, shout out to our yo half, not half, a quarter yeah. of a century. <laughs> Crazy, man. Well, I'm glad I picked the good one. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that being said, could you say, could you could they bring it back if it's still going on? If it's still going on? Mm. 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 That's a good catch. That's a good yeah, catch. Mm. That is a good point. That's a good that's point. Good. Just because it's that's been a while since qualified. you indulged in it. <laughs> it has been going on good. this whole time. Like, we still here. That's a good point. That's, yeah, yeah. I guess we'll, I guess we'll, have, to, we'll have to give it like a decade. You know, yeah. See where we at. See where we at. Not yeah. contract renewal. <laughs> yeah. I might have to jump in that motherfucker in the writer's booth. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, what you got, man? Got a few things, man. I got some honorable mentions. I'm gonna say first. <laughs> <laughs> I think they should definitely uh, bring back like Walkmans, but uh, okay, just, okay, just like don't have CDs or tapes. Just have it like a, <laughs> just like a shell of a thing, like. For maybe <laughs> maybe you can have some other function inside of it. But just you like, what, heat, up, you can like the, heat up a hot pocket. The feel of holding a waffle. <laughs> like yeah. A waffle maker. A, a waffle. Yeah, maker. maybe maybe you could put some pop tarts in it or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What if they made a walk? This probably exists, but what if they made a Walkman phone case, where it was like it was shaped like a Walkman? I'm they sure they. Did. I'm probably. sure that exists. And then you put like, just like the headphones on would be like, yeah, uh, like but. The old school oh, headphones cool. would be like a Bluetooth headset, but they're shaped and styled yeah. like that. <laughs> I love that it. it's a Bluetooth headset that just has the accessory cord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it could just be a wallet. It'll be a wallet too. Mm. Yeah. Put cards That's in. That's a it. good one. That's a good one. Oh, I've looked that up. <laughs> I got yeah. another one. Okay. The cars from the 90s, man. The style of them, okay. The mm. interior, the luxury. You know, are we talking like the futuristic um, type look? The uh, Thunderbirds. Like, oh, okay, I was like, you say futuristic, <laughs> like we ain't thirty years in the future. Well, I mean, like <laughs> their their idea of futuristic then was kind of like still kind of boxy. Mm. And it's something mm. about that boxy '90s car look. 
even even for sports cars, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it had that mm-hmm. look too. Like the Ferraris was, and shit. Yeah. That, like how they would portray them back then. Yeah, it did have yeah. like a bit of a boxier look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I love cars from the, the 80s and 90s, like uh, especially like Volkswagens. I think you had a Volkswagen yeah. back in the day, right? He had yeah. a red one. Yeah. 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 Okay. There um, when he bought it, man. I think I. And that I was like 98. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I helped with like two dollars of that, like two dollars and seventy three cents or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely that man. I love minority minority <laughs> owner. Bought a share. Yeah. One of my favorite cars is the Toyota Supra from the nineties with the mm. flip up lights. Yeah, they had that in mm. the Fast Furious. Yeah. It was an orange car in there, I think. No, mm. I know it was. It was orange car. <laughs> I believe one of them had a T-top. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Like, Do you see what time it is? Let me go ahead and bring this to your attention real quick. Dude, I feel crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. I totally, like, discounted the cars back then. Damn, mm. I didn't even consider it. No. Cause you just say item, so yeah. Uh, yeah, I got one final one though. Go for it. This, this so, is your actual choice. Also, I'm right, right. <laughs> yeah. It could be adjustable. I don't know if this one is as strong as the other ones, but okay. I was talking earlier about uh, rap city the basement, man. Bro, mm. Come on, okay. man. bring it back. I think yeah. I just saw Tigger on something the other day. I don't know what's it was. like. Eighty-five. Uh, I think it was South. eighty-five South. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. I don't want to see him on nothing else. Besides rap city, <laughs> I thought they, I think they brought it back for like one day, didn't they? Like recently, oh, yeah. it was like, like an anniversary or something. Yeah, like within mm-hmm. the past few months, they brought it back for like a day. Um, and for me, I thought they were bringing it back, bringing it back. I didn't realize it was just like a like a one day thing. But for me though, I was like, who's going like, like what mainstream rappers are going to come and like actually rap though? You know, like, uh, it's still it's, it's like it's some, but it's like the ones that that go on sway and stuff. That's true. That's true. Because I'm like, you know, the ones that go on sway. Uh, do, uh, the, hungry. Uh, what's his, what's his face? Hyenas. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, dude. The hyenas. Got some hyenas. You <laughs> whack. I love sway. You <laughs> whack, motherfucker. <laughs> I actually ain't watched sway in a while. A, a while though. A while, yeah. I just watch them like if if, if it's somebody I know or like mm-hmm. is like freestyles, and I watch the video, but I don't yeah. just on like an everyday like. But what, what was the one that uh that common did? Not that long ago. Leak, oh, that was LA, LA Leakers. Leakers. LA Leakers, yeah. Yeah. You know, people go on there too. Yep. Uh, Bro, so, I just want to see people shooting pool in the yeah, back in the basement, pool. man. And just they like, serve no other purpose in the show. They <laughs> just, <laughs> just around. Going to booth <laughs> with the black light. Whoa. <laughs> that was the first time I think that Pharrell premiered his, um, like, his gold Blackberry. It was like an actual gold blackberry like a diamond encrusted rubik's cube <laughs> or something that was like such that. an interesting era as far as like crazy stuff people would show off yeah <laughs> like, like like gold phone <laughs> people were just yeah. finding stuff to to customize like yeah. uh let me think something like like there was that era like everyone was like everyone would was putting like italian fashion like different fabric prints on their shoes or on everything really oh yeah, yeah. But, like you have like uh the fendi pattern on, on air force ones but it'll be just the nike swoosh yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
put the, the plaid uh, pattern from uh, uh, Burberry or something. Yeah, yeah. It, it was just an interesting era, man. Gucci. Like, everyone was all about just showing off in the 2000s, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, still are, but I feel like that era was all about being flashy. Yeah, it I mean, it's, it's 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 different now. You know, niggas are putting whole ass uh, gemstones in their foreheads and shit now. <laughs> yeah. So I can't that's necessarily true. say yeah. it's that different. <laughs> yeah, that's some Dragon Ball. Yo, that's some Dragon Ball Z shit, man. That's some uh, like, that's Steven Vision. Universe shit. That's that's exactly what Vision. Yeah, vision. vision. <laughs> <laughs> exactly Vision. <laughs> God damn, yo. Yeah, everything damn. about that show was classic, man. The the little intro, mm. you know, you you have them come downstairs. It's just, it was just a moment for the '90s. I don't know if it'll even work now, but I got a question, dog. Was there was there ever a time? Because nowadays rappers will like deny that, like uh, rappers will refuse or reject the opportunity to freestyle. Like, no, nah, I wasn't prepared, man. You gotta pay me, and you gotta pay me, son. <laughs> like, was there My anybody f- that we can remember who? Who refused to freestyle in the in the basement? I don't think so. Or like, or like maybe you couldn't come if you didn't. Yeah, I, I think, think that's the whole point. I think you were coming there to yeah. to, to do that. Yeah, and I so, think the era, the era was different. Like you know, uh, Chingy wasn't showing up on <laughs> on yeah. uh, Rhapsody Basement. Like you know, yeah, he'd be uh, like, "Yo, the booth is right there, right there." <laughs> he'd be like, "No, nah, no, nah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good." I think it was a thing of like you know, how should I say? You know what you get into. There was a standard. You know, motherfuckers knew yeah. if you if you showed up to this, this was expected of you. Yeah. In which I, I think it was ways, but people like folks. I feel like you know now if you go on sway, he gonna ask you to freestyle. So yeah, which I, I feel like you know at the time. Equivalent. Oh, go ahead, Marco. No, I was just saying. I think it's probably the best equivalent for for rap city right now. Like because mm. they when they go there, if you a rapper, you. I've I've seen them turn it down, but most of the time, like you know what you get in when you when you go to Sway. Yeah, well, it should be the I case. Like the same. What do y'all feel about uh, people like uh, reciting written stuff? Like, I don't. I, I don't think people really freestyle like that anymore. Yeah, I don't either. I, I'm I'm asking like, do you? Is that a problem to you? Like when people. Not necessarily. No, um, I don't like when they call it a freestyle. That's all. Yeah, I think they need to find a different word for it. Free okay. verse or whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like you, you know, you're not really coming up with this off the dome because, and I, I just feel like there's certain cadences you can't do unless you already have that shit. Locked exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like when people like rapping triplets, like that whole that kind of what everyone does now. Mm-hmm. Like for example, when J Cole rapped on. Um, LA leakers. There's no way that's a freestyle. Like sometimes stuff is too complex to be a freestyle because it, <laughs> like, like, you're the, not the, that good. <laughs> like, the I depth like of you, the <laughs> depth of whatever this uh, parable that you put together. Like yeah, no, you had to think of that already. That's yeah. all mm-hmm. max. And all that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm even okay with like I'm even okay with like if they were thinking of stuff in their head on the like trip there, yeah. and like they spit that. I'm I, sure. I'd, I'd be more likely to call that more of a freestyle than than like. If you spit a full written and then say it's a freestyle, you know. Yeah. But then we don't know. Like somebody's, of course, somebody's making up a verse on the way there. Could be somebody's a whole day, a whole week's worth of writing. Just because they may be better at it, that you know they can mm-hmm. think of it a little faster. I think mm-hmm. I still, I still, yeah. I don't, ha- I don't have a beef with it. I don't think that anything is necessarily better than the other. Um, 
I, I think it's just a skill set. Yeah. And for me, I, I don't, I, the only reason why I ask is because I, I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with it either. Um, from, from my understanding, I saw a video. It's like an old video, but it was with like LO Cool J's in it. Um, he's the only person that I remember that's in it, but there's other rappers. Maybe Buster Rhymes might be in it. Mm. It's a bunch of rappers from, from back in the day. And there's a interviewer and he's asking them like, just what they what do they feel about freestyling like and you know one person says or or um define freestyling i think that's what that what the question was mm. one person said oh it's you know when you say some stuff off the top and another person was like it's a compilation of lines that you might have written that you put together to make one verse then another guy was like it's just a pre-written verse so it's a lot to, so it's like and these are all guys in in the yeah. game, so mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." Because you know, for me, I I thought it was like off the top. That's what I, you know, just. But someone ended up saying that you know, originally when people first started getting into ciphers, whatever, um, that it would be stuff that you had written before, and you would get into your little cipher, and you know, yeah, and that was the that was the thing. And then over time, it turned into off the top. So I guess you could say mm-hmm. there's different definitions. I feel like they literally used to call that a cipher, though. I don't think they. I, I don't know um, if they used to. Did they used to call that a freestyle? Because I, I don't know. I mean, I was, uh, cy- ciphers are just cipher is the uh, is your group getting together and right. Just, that's the action, not necessarily what you're doing. Yeah. Or I thought it was just a group of people rapping, like that's right. I mean, right, but because yeah. the cipher could be a group of people rapping, a group of people dancing, like any. It's a group of it's a group of people. Is the yeah. key. Okay. Within the context of rap, you know, world, you know, that's what I always thought of it as. Yeah, me too. And I think, uh, I feel like a lot of, um, even kind of like battling, like, I feel like a lot of people who would go um, to like, like, like uh, Sway or LA Leakers or something and rap, like they rap sometimes as if they're talking towards a specific person, almost like battle rapping. Sometimes yeah. it feels that way, like when, when they're like when they're hungry, like Marcus said, when they're really hung, out here, out here getting hungry. Yeah. I, I like, know, yeah, you know? right. And yeah, um, I, I use you, like you, you, yeah, you, it's you, all, you, yeah, it's like because you can go towards anybody. It, it could like it, it could be aimed at anybody. All you gotta do is pick a specific person, or you're beefing with in the moment or whatever. And like, yeah. I heard, I think like M and Proof, I think was talking about how even before they, even before they have like a rap battle to get somebody, they'll have certain pre-written that they're thinking of in their mind and then on the spot they'll like throw in you know a couple lines and verses here and there as well that like make it mm. make more sense for that particular person mm. it's kind of like a mixture of the two so i can see folks kind of taking that and going into a, a fr- quote-unquote freestyle mm. with that same yeah. mentality it know? makes me think of eight mile like re- remember in eight mile how like they they were show certain scenes where he was like writing he were, it would show him writing like two lines that, that'd be it but then, oh, yeah, like, on the, yeah and then like later in the movie it was sh- he would be reciting that line but mm-hmm. it wouldn't be like it wouldn't be like he wrote down a whole verse or anything but it would, he, it would be just like oh okay he's just Maybe the- incorporating these lines that he yeah thought of you know a week prior or something maybe it was like yeah. a prompt like those yeah. lines were there to like anchor him so he could exactly exactly further yeah. exactly uh, Cause yeah. I always think about, um, I don't know, for freestyling, I always think about like you know old footage of a uh, KRS-One where he'd just be like in a record store, 
just saying shit off top or uh two two examples that are pretty identical <laughs> uh uh one being um that old 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 ass footage of uh uh quest and black thought in a in an alley in philly and quest is beatboxing and just pointing the shit and then um. like uh black thought will like rap based on that that prompt word mm-hmm. or yeah. um the homie uh rico sisney uh from sidewalk chalk he uh he has he has a song that they would do every set where um uh uh he he actually would like bring random shit on stage and so everybody just lays out shit on stage and then he'll he'll just spit a whole uh freestyle of him picking yeah. up an item and working it into the shit that he's spitting yeah, yeah. that's dope i saw that video it was pretty impressive yeah, I've seen a few things like that. I think I saw something where I think is it Eminem? I saw a video of him doing that. Like someone would say a word and he would re- incorporate it into the rap. I saw it. Yeah, someone like throwing some words out. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I saw uh, Common do that. I feel like few, all, several times. Uh, I won't say all of them, but most. I of like them. the best. I like the people who can really freestyle can do that. Uh, right. It's like there's only a few people in the game who can actually freestyle. <laughs> um, and Common is one of them. Yeah. Uh, but you can I'm tell when it's freestyle because it, you can you can tell when it's a freestyle. Like it feels mm-hmm. the cadence is typically slower. It's you can you know, tell when it's yeah. freestyle. Yeah, they fire in pockets or like they'll repeat a a da da a da da. Like he's you can tell the like he's like okay, let me try to formulate some kind of destination so I can I can work mm-hmm. around how to get there. But I gotta I gotta make my next point to get to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and that that's why I don't mind when people don't actually go off the top because I know how hard it is. Not that Absolutely. I'm in the booth doing it myself, but just because I we know that there's only the a, craft, few, a few rappers that can actually do it. Um, and some of the best rappers can't actually freestyle. So that's why I don't hold it against some mm-hmm. up and comer that can't do it. Like, you know, so that's true. I always yeah. thought it was a fascinating topic. Like, yeah, like who actually freestyle, who actually goes off the top, who doesn't. And, how do people feel about that? Because people I'm you sure see people the... in comment sections giving yeah. the rapper a hard time, like that ain't off the top. Like, yeah. so what? It's still good. It's still, it's still good. good. Like, yeah. like when, I would like, like when... to hear like who would y'all like to hear freestyle? Like um a real freestyle from just to see if they could do it. I want to uh, hear Drake <laughs> freestyle, man. <laughs> Drake. <laughs> if I just want to uh, see, see what you're saying. who? I want to hear Drake. Drake freestyle like a, a <laughs> uh, real traditional uh, like, uh, that's a good question um I, well apparently the baby apparently he has something on um la leakers i'm gonna listen to it because i'm just curious oh, yeah. uh i'm not a fan or anything i'm just i'm dead i'm just curious of what it sounds like because i know there's like, a freestyle of soldier boy from like 10 years ago i i listen to like once a year just to just just to laugh <laughs> just to laugh it, it so makes bad. me laugh too dude <laughs> I, I, I watch his interview sometimes just to laugh because i want to know what i want to know what thing that he was the first rapper in the world to ever do i want that's know. a funny <laughs> man like he's a funny dude well uh uh you know it's a lot of people like caping for him now uh uh your boy your boy charity is one of them uh talking about how uh he uh soldier boy, boy revolutionized the game because <laughs> he was the first viral internet rapper oh he definitely he, that that is i, I actually agree with he's he yeah. is a pioneer in in in, in hip-hop like that, that's i can't, do believe can't, that. can't argue against it 
Yeah, he, he yeah. yeah I, so yeah, I, I, I buy that. I, I don't think he's good at what he does, but he's I was like, like I just want people to acknowledge that he's not a good rapper. Yeah, but yeah. He, <laughs> is a, he is a pioneer, sure. Yep. <laughs> and, and I think he's like, he got involved in some like uh game console situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, like that, that, that fake game, he's making like a shit ton of money off of it. Like, god, man, it's like, and then he got immediately sued out. because he was still on the game. Why don't know? Yeah, made an emulator and just he, he just sold he sold an emulator and acted like he was a different game system. <laughs> well, yeah, look, we'll see. But yeah, we should wrap oh, it. I don't like to use oh, the no. word pioneer, but I got see I I get what y'all saying. And it's I, definitely I it's definitely a big word for him, but sure, I'm, I'm just using it as a technical sense. Just, just I mean, technically, I, I, I okay. Because if, in if, all if, actuality, if, he he's the one who blew up doing that. You know, it was thousands of people doing what he was doing. He just made a, a catchy dance and song. No, no, no. It's in. Uh, I think the pioneering thing. Uh, I would even say slightly revolutionizing wasn't in his sound or what he was doing. It was the fact that he broke. He he broke into the uh, the music pirating. Uh, system and tricked a whole lot of people into listening to his song because they thought they would download some different shit and yeah. every time they would play what the <laughs> fuck they thought they downloaded it would be his song so <laughs> he was making like actual money from shit like that before oh, ringtones like tones. yeah Ring tones. Thousands. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah like, we we all agree that he's not good it, we are, yeah. we're all in agreement we're just saying that he was the first to kind of like blow off off of something like just like for example and i know we're rapping but like for example um, and I always go to this. Nirvana wasn't the first to do grunge rock. They just happened to be the first to blow up off of it. Mm. Just like Sublime mm. wasn't the first to do ska. They mm. just happened to just be kind of the first to go big mainstream with it. Um, mm-hmm. So it, I just look at Soulja Boy the same way. He's not the first to do what he did. He was just the first to, yeah. to, to blow up off of it. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> yeah. We got to rap before I start giving people like the baby a lot of credit, man. I'm starting to, start, <laughs> I'm here. I'm hearing verses that I'm liking. I'm like, oh damn, why do I like this? The baby's not <laughs> bad. Like, he just sounds the same way every fucking a lot song. In the van, bro. I'm a, I got about eight hours on this route, and I, a good three of them are, are the baby. I'm like, <laughs> the baby's not bad. I just want him to. I just Freddie want him Gibbs to not sound the, the same on every song. <laughs> Say what? Freddie Gibbs versus the baby. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you the first time. I just didn't want to answer, bro. Freddie Gibbs versus the baby. I'm gonna give it to Freddie Gibbs. I'm gonna give it to Freddie, bro. I'm gonna give it to Freddie. But there, but there was a, I cannot remember the fucking song. I keep. I was trying to think of it today. There was a verse that he um that the baby did on a, a song with J Cole and like a couple other people. Uh fuck. That's the one that really stood out. It was a was it on the uh, the Dreamville compilation? I think so. Because it was several other cats. Dreamville three. Oh, it was a really yeah, good song. Yeah, yeah, I know what song. I know what song you're talking about. Because um, because uh, J Cole killed the verse too. I know exactly what song you're talking about. I actually do like that song. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, the baby verse on that. Yeah, it's like the first song on the album. Yeah. Pulled I pulled the van over like yo. Yeah. That. Yeah, yeah, I think everybody I was surprised. did well on that one. Yeah, I wasn't ready for that. I, that I was like, this is the, I had to like pull over and look like, yo, this is the baby rapping here? I was asking <laughs> Siri, like, who is rapping at 
four minutes and <laughs> I was like, hold on, man. Why do I like this? But uh yeah, man, that was my my, my final comment for the episode. Final comment for the episode is I'm giving it to Freddie Gibbs over the baby. That's my that's my final comment. We're, well, we appreciate y'all. Thank you for listening to another episode of uh, Informally Honest Podcast. Uh, Going to send out those quick reminders. If you want to uh, sponsor the podcast, you can do so on Anchor. Uh, anything is anything is acceptable and appreciated, but you know, five dollar minimum a month, man. You know, just 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 help us to make this podcast even better. You know, get us some real equipment so we can stop. You know, giving fuzzy shit through Zoom and shit. Uh, but uh, Adam's always doing great on production. We want to be able to help him out. Um, you know elevate this production value if you got anything you want to uh you want to put on the podcast for us to promote by all means send us a uh email at informally podcast at gmail.com you can always hit us up on instagram as well informally honest uh facebook informally honest podcast and twitter at informally underscore hp and last but not least rating review on apple Podcasts and spotify appreciate y'all we love you every connection that you make every uh loved one that you uh have to put up with and every <laughs> every uh, uh uh situation that you have to endure we always encourage you and pull implore you and empower you to be forthright vulnerable and most of all motherfucking honest appreciate y'all yeah right. Yo, one, one, piece one quick promotion also on our on our part is um gotta promote we have more merch coming they will be coming, especially if, especially for those lovely individuals who do support us, whether it's $5 and up or, or less than that, whatever you support us, you can't expect something at least great merch. Check out the merch coming soon. Merch coming also, soon. Check, out check out oh, our yeah. lives. Check out our lives, ladies are. and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone in between and further. We we uh we had a great live last week. Uh, we're gonna be doing another one most likely uh tomorrow. So uh, I think we're gonna do uh, Sunday lives. We'll find out a uh, funny name for it or whatever. Uh, but yo, uh, turn, tune into the lives. Uh, you gotta come and like our IG page so that you can be informed on that. Uh, and yeah, come on, check in, check in, check in. Yeah, I'm live with us. Peace. Thanks for listening, world. Peace. Goodbye. Without shedding a tear for my brother, I really want to try for my brother, because I truly do feel for my brother.